0: This is the Storm Report.
1: Hello and welcome to the Storm Report podcast in association with the Storm Report Radio Network. The date is May 20th of 2020. I'm your host, Tommy Castor. This is the podcast where we discuss severe weather threats and we also talk about uh, some neat things in the world of weather. And uh, today is no exception as we're going to talk about the severe weather threat uh, for a little bit later today and then into tomorrow Uh, as well don't forget to hit that subscribe button that way you're notified anytime there's a brand new episode of the storm report podcast you can also follow us on facebook at the storm report radio network and on twitter at the storm reports i am joined today by meteorologist steve hamilton steve thank you so much for joining us today oh my pleasure tommy got an active day going here We do. Yeah. So I want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, You know, it looks like we do have an enhanced risk of some severe weather for a corridor that looks to be uh, extreme southeastern Montana, uh, eastern Wyoming, uh, extreme western South Dakota and extreme northwestern Nebraska. Uh, Steve, why don't you walk everybody through that enhanced risk today and uh, what folks in that area could be looking forward to?
0: Yeah, first of all, let me uh, run through what an enhanced risk is. Means briefly, uh, what to be looking for if, if you're in those areas, uh, potential for tornadoes. Now we're not expecting a huge tornado outbreak today, but there is the potential for a few isolated tornadoes, lots of lightning, which of course is extremely dangerous, damaging wind over 58 miles an hour, possibly over 70 miles an hour. So that'll effectively rearrange your patio furniture and do, you know, (laughs) take. take shingles off of uh, roofs and tree damage and power line damage and that sort of thing. We're also expecting hail, uh, maybe an inch to two inches in diameter. Okay, So that's what an enhanced risk means. A slight risk, which does exist for parts of Montana and Wyoming as well, uh, a little bit less than that. But if you see a slight risk, you definitely want to take it seriously. It's a Could be a little misleading. It's like, ah, well, just a slight chance. Uh, You still have to really keep an eye out because strong thunderstorms can do a lot of damage pretty quickly. These will be relatively slow-moving storms because we have this stationary front right over the area, really not moving a lot. The whole weather pattern, in fact, isn't isn't moving very much. So our big threats today, we're looking at uh, large hail, over over an inch and maybe up to two inches, uh, the wind uh, gusting around sixty sixty to seventy miles an hour, and possibly a tornado or two. The tornado risk is sort of not not very large today in that area, uh, and of course the lightning. You don't want to be outside when there's a lot of lightning going on. Uh, you got to really get inside and protect yourself from that. So the area we're talking about today for the enhanced risk would be would include Scotts Bluff, uh, Nebraska, Spearfish, South Dakota, Torrington, Wyoming, uh, Belfouche, South Dakota, uh, those areas. So that's where the enhanced risk is. That's kind of what we're watching today.
1: So Steve, you know, taking a look at that location, you know, this is kind of a um, you know, not a very densely populated area um you know so there's not a huge population area that we're looking at for today obviously that doesn't change the risk factors at all uh, just the number of people that potentially are are affected so you know for folks that are sort of in that area um you know as far as preparedness, I know you touched on that a little bit, uh, but maybe walk folks through in that area who might be listening to that podcast or to this podcast, what they need to be prepared for today and what they need to do to take those precautions. Uh, really, the,
0: the biggest precaution you can take is before these storms hit, uh, and that is to have a plan really, as far as what you're going to do if you start experiencing these severe weather conditions. Where will you go? Are you going to be driving? potentially during those times. And we're talking about anywhere from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. tonight. That's kind of the window we're looking at here, at least for the really heavy stuff. Uh, Are you going to be on the road? Are you going to be at home? Are you going to be in an office somewhere? Most people are at home these days. You want to make sure you have a place to go and know where that is and be prepared for that. So usually what we recommend, what the National Weather Service recommends, is an interior room no windows preferably like a maybe a downstairs bathroom is a really good place to to hang out during these severe weather events if the hail is big enough it can start breaking windows uh tearing off shingles uh tree damage is a huge thing if, if you have a tree come down on your house that's that's you know that's pretty serious stuff so you want to get in the lowest level inside somewhere uh, in a uh, room that doesn't have any windows in it. And th- I always recommend a downstairs bathroom if you have one. Uh, basement, yeah, that's probably a pretty good place too, uh, especially during tornadoes, which, you know, we're not expecting a lot of those today, but they could happen. Uh, so that that's what you do before anything hits. When we get into that area of, you know, early afternoon to, to evening, two things, watch uh, you watch the sky. Really, you know, keep an eye out. Uh, you can tell when a when a nasty storm is headed your way. <laughs> uh, skies turn black. You start hearing thunder. You see the rain coming down. And especially in these areas, kind of wide open spaces out here, uh, you can really get a good view of of what's on the way. We're expecting these storms to move southwest to northeast, and not very quickly either. Uh, so if you get one, it could last for for quite a while, 20, 30 minutes, maybe even longer. Um, And really what you want to do is keep an eye outside, you know, take a peek outside. Lots of people have radar apps now, which give you some information about what's on the way. If you start seeing red on your phone (laughs) and it's nearby your area, you know, that's a good indication that that at least heavy rain and maybe even some hail Uh, weather apps are good. The thing we really recommend is NOAA Weather Radio. Um, that's something you can buy just about anywhere. And there are three different frequencies you can tune to, and it has alarms on it that go off automatically whenever severe weather is approaching. Or if a warning is issued, that, that sort of thing uh, from the National Weather Service. NWS is the only agency that issues those warnings, by the way. So they're official, they're government warnings from, you know, from the National Weather Service. You can really trust that information. And that's a good thing to have. And a lot of the weather
1: apps will operate off of that information. So most of them are pretty trustworthy. We're chatting with meteorologist Steve Hamilton today on the Storm Report podcast on May 20th, 2020. Steve, you had mentioned uh, that that slight risk of severe storms extends up into Montana, also in parts of Western South Dakota, including Rapid City, South Dakota. But there is a secondary slight risk down in Texas, kind of in the Texas Panhandle area uh, and extending uh, into parts of Central Texas as well. Uh, What does the risk area look like down in Texas for today?
0: The risk is slight there. And as I mentioned earlier, you don't want to take that lightly. We've had a lot of storms down in that area early you know earlier this year uh, a lot of you know pretty mean looking thunderstorms and they've caused some damage Of course we had the tornadoes in the southern states. This almost looks like a mid summer weather pattern in just in my opinion rather than a late spring pattern. but the Texas Panhandle parts of the Texas Panhandle and I'll call it West Central Texas. Uh, slight risk there. And the reason for that is we have a dry line set up over eastern New Mexico. And all that all a dry line is is a separation between between dry and wet air. Whenever you have that, you can get a lot of wind shear, you have temperature discrepancies, and whenever whenever you have, it's, it's almost like a front uh, between the dry and the wet air. When you have that, and it, when I'm out storm chasing, that's one of the things we look for is a dry line what'll happen is you'll get thunderstorms firing up east of the dry line. So the dry lines over Western New Mexico, the slight risk area is over uh, Central Texas, West Central Texas. That's where these storms are going to be headed uh, once they develop. And what we look for as well is what we call discrete thunderstorms. In other words, and you can see this on your radar app, uh, if you have one on your phone, storms that are separated from each other. So they're not interfering with each other, if that makes sense. Uh, they, they form independently, and those can be the really strong ones because they're not getting you know, bumped into by other storms. And at least in the initial phases of this, or I'd say mid to late afternoon, up in the <laughs> Wyoming area and Montana that we talked about, and also down in, uh, in Texas, Uh, These discrete cells, some thunderstorm cells, will form and they can get very strong very quickly. There's a lot of heat down there. We've heard the reports from 100 plus degree weather in Arizona, New Mexico. It's very hot and not so hot in Texas. So we have that big temperature discrepancy, a lot of wind shear, a lot of moist air to the east of that dry line. So that will be firing up those thunderstorms in that area today. The big threats there, about the same, large hail and that damaging straight line wind. Uh, don't underestimate that. 72 miles per hour is, I'm sorry, 74 miles per hour is hurricane strength. Now, wow. it's not gonna, it won't last for very long, but it doesn't have to. You know, if you get 10 minutes of that, it can effectively take some shingles off your roof and pull down some trees and power lines and that sort of thing. So you especially want to be careful if you're out driving in this kind of weather, you won't be able to see anything. Uh, if you have the heavy rainfall, the hail will, you know, potentially crack your, your windows and certainly dent up your car. Um, that's another thing. You might want to protect your car today. You, keep, you don't have to go sure. anywhere, keep it in the garage. Um, hail on the roof will, you know, cause, uh, you know, little pock marks and then you get the wind coming along and, that there go your shingles, at least some of them, and uh, the tree damage and the power line damage, you don't want to be driving around with a power line or a, a power pole falling on top of you. So sure. really the the best idea is just hang around home today uh, if you can and keep an eye on the sky, keep an eye on the, on your, your radar app. You'll know when, when something is coming, you'll be able to see it and then, tune, if you if you have a NOAA weather radio, that's a really good idea. Most folks do. I wish more people had them because that's ah, the yeah. those warnings come out immediately. As soon as the National Weather Service says, "Hey, we got a we've got a bad one here," you'll get that that warning tone, and then you'll be able to listen and figure
1: out exactly
0: where things are happening
1: and and uh, what you should do some of the cities in that slight risk area in the uh, in the Texas panhandle and west central Texas are cities that we've talked about quite a bit on previous episodes of the podcast uh, including Lubbock Texas Abilene Texas Midland Texas and San Angelo Texas as well and then of course that enhanced threat like we discussed a few minutes ago uh, up into eastern Wyoming parts of uh, southeastern Montana and extreme western South Dakota and northwestern nebraska steve let's look ahead to uh, tomorrow there is a slight risk as of now from the storm prediction center in norman oklahoma that is sort of centered into southwestern kansas extreme southeastern colorado uh, northwestern Oklahoma, including the Oklahoma Panhandle, and extreme northeastern Texas in the in the Texas Panhandle area as well. Obviously, we're uh, you know a day out from that, and models may change over the next twenty four hours or so. But as of right now, what are you looking at uh, for the threat for tomorrow? We're
0: looking at kind of the same situation as I mentioned that that frontal boundary, which is running from from the northern Rockies all the way down into the southern plains. Uh, I mentioned it's slow moving. It will move a little bit further east uh, tomorrow. So we're looking at kind of a marginal threat along that frontal boundary. And it, that, that goes all the way from uh, from North Dakota down into the, the slight risk area that you were just talking about and down into Texas. So we, you know, we may get a few severe thunderstorms there. But the hot spot is what you just mentioned, uh, southwestern Kansas, Oklahoma Panhandle, northern Texas Panhandle southeast Colorado. We're looking at the same kind of storms uh, forming along that dry line in New Mexico, which will still be there, and then moving off to the northeast. And that's the general movement of thunderstorms during this time of year, southwest to northeast. It doesn't always happen. You can't really count on it, but it's the general pattern. Uh, Large hail, damaging wind. The thing about tomorrow is we may have a slightly better risk of tornadoes only because it's the central plains <laughs> yeah. and, and it's May. So we, when we, when we go storm chasing, we always say, well, there's just a little bit of a risk, but it's May and it's the central plains. So sure. it always seems a little bit of magic seems to happen there and get these storms going with uh, tornado warnings. And I'll throw in a little thing to think about with tornado warnings. Uh, some of them are Doppler radar indicated, which means you don't have a storm spotter there saying, yes, there is a tornado at this spot. Uh, But with the way radar is these days, the National Weather Service is highly advanced in in what, what we can tell with the radar. And we get that information here at the Storm Report as well. So we've, you know, kind of Gotten used to what to look for with tornadoes and rotation and things like that. Some of these cells can rotate, and when you get that, you get uh, a mesocyclone, which just basically means a small area of rotation in that thunderstorm. And you can always get tornadoes whenever you have that. So even if the tornado risk is low, it, it one or two can pop up. Um, and when that you know when that happens, the National Weather Service will issue a tornado warning, even though there may not. Actually, be a tornado there. There's the strong potential for one. Sometimes you'll have a skywarn spotter or a storm chaser that says, "Yeah, there's a tornado, such and such a place." Then you'll get a confirmed warning. Uh, But the tornado risk for tomorrow is still fairly low. But we're still looking for that large hail and damaging straight line wind localized in that area, which is the area that has the most wind shear. And the most moisture, which you need both of those things to get thunderstorms going. And, of course, the temperature disparity between uh, the New Mexico and the southwest and what's going on east of there. So much hotter to the west, much cooler to the east. So you've got those clashing air masses, plus the wind shear, plus the moist air. And boom, there you go. There's your instant kitchen recipe for, <laughs> for severe <laughs> weather.
1: Some of the Kansas cities that are in that slight risk for tomorrow include Garden City, Dodge City, and Liberal, and a couple of cities in Oklahoma uh, in that risk area include Woodward and Guymon. We're talking to meteorologist Steve Hamilton here on the Storm Report podcast. One last question for you, Steve, before we let you go. Obviously, we're, we're pretty far out from this at this point as we're recording on Wednesday, but for folks that are looking at making plans um, for the holiday weekend that is upcoming anything major standing out anywhere across the U.S. for the holiday weekend as of right now?
0: It's a little bit far out to tell what is going to happen, but I will tell you that we have a couple of fronts that and low-pressure systems that have been, ro- this has been the pattern for the last couple of weeks, fronts and low-pressure systems rolling through the Pacific Northwest. They've been coming in on a fairly regular basis, and that's sort of what got this whole thing going today, or what you know, potentially happening today, uh, is we have one of those fronts uh, positioned where we mentioned. We have another one behind that, low pressure over eastern Washington that's headed for uh, northern uh, Idaho and also in, into Montana. Then another one behind that. So we have another cold front that's just moving into the Pacific Northwest. So hopefully the holiday weekend will fall in between. These systems, uh, at least as far as the area we're talking about, uh, it's a little hard to say as far as when when they've been coming through every two or three days. So what happens is you get these fronts coming in, then they dive southward and end up as low pressure systems in like the Texas Panhandle, uh, the eastern uh, parts of uh, Montana, Wyoming, which is a little bit of an unusual situation for today. Uh, usually, you won't have that. You'll just have regular thunderstorms that you know blow through the area, then they're gone. Uh, so these storms dive down south. They end up in the Texas Panhandle, and then boom, you've got a severe weather situation. So as far as the holiday weekend, you know, we do have a couple of systems that are out there. They're sort of just lined up all the way out into the Gulf of Alaska. And it, after this next one comes through, we have that one that's just entering the Northwest right now, <laughs> then another one behind that. So we're, we're going to hopefully get lucky and get in at least, you know, some decent weather for the holiday weekend. We also have a low way out East over the the Southeastern states that, could cause some severe weather there today. So these lows will dive down into the Texas panhandle and then they've been moving across the southeastern states. And we've all heard the tornado reports from earlier this year that uh, people being killed and severely injured in uh, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee. It's been a very active spring, but not in the areas that we would normally expect. Yeah, the Southern Plains, yeah, definitely. But we would expect to see more uh, severe weather in the, the East Central Plains. Of course, the West Central Plains, yes, of course. But it's almost like a mid, mid-summer pattern where you've got a cold front comes in and, you know, whips through and causes severe weather. It, it's been a little off <laughs> this year as far as <laughs> the way things have been working. But in meteorology, nothing is ever too weird. just
1: happens, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll certainly keep an eye on it as the week progresses and as we get closer to that holiday weekend. If we need to uh, come and do another episode of uh, the Storm Report podcast, we will certainly do so. It's meteorologist Steve Hamilton joining us on the Storm Report podcast on this Wednesday, May 20th. Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. That way you are notified anytime there is a brand new episode of the storm report podcast. Of course, you can always go online and you can listen to the podcast. You can find out more information about the storm report, your interactive radar, your local forecast and more at the Again, follow us on Facebook at the storm report radio network and on Twitter at the storm reports until next time. I'm your host, Tommy Caster. You've been listening to the storm report podcast in association with the storm report radio network.